Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Raksak, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. This episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. Also, use my promo code TED Talk Sports and receive $5 off your next visit. All right, so I wasn't even going to make an episode about this, to be quite honest, but since everyone's been like going crazy about this, and everyone's been like messaging me, wanting me to talk about this, I guess. I was pro- probably trolling, but whatever. I mean, I, I couldn't find anything else to talk about, so I guess it all kind of works out. But the Lakers have uh, recently signed Kostas Onstacumpo, not Giannis. Don't, don't, I don't think anyone's mixing that up, but in case you did, I'm sorry to break that to you, but the Lakers have signed Kostas Onstacumpo, the um, younger brother of Giannis, to a two-way deal, meaning that they could either have him on the G League roster or they could bring him up. And, you know, I, he, he's an okay player. I mean, I'm not saying he's awful. I'm just not getting too excited about him. Um, I think his last name uh, kind of makes people more excited than the, actual, than, than the way he actually plays. I'm not saying he plays terribly, but, you know, you hear the last name, you think of the, the Greek freak, you think of um, the MVP season that he had this last year, and, you know, you kind of get that mixed up, and since they're related, and since they're... They kind of look a little similar. You kind of get excited, but I mean, he's he's okay. I mean, I mean like last year in the G League, he averaged uh, ten points per game, six rebounds, one block, one steal. So that's not bad. Um, I've saw i saw a little footage on him. He's he's just a very raw player, and he likes to use his athleticism. He likes to use his length. Um, you know, he because he has long arms, being that he's six ten, and he likes to drive to the basket. Um, I didn't really see a lot of perimeter shooting. I noticed um, looking at his stats, he did struggle a lot shooting the ball. He shot 24% from three, so he definitely likes to drive to the basket. He likes to um, attack. And he, he plays sort of aggressive. Um, but, you know, if, if, you're, <laughs> if you're expecting him to play anything like his older brother Giannis, then you're nuts. I mean, if you're expecting him to play for anyone out, outside the G League, then you're, you're also nuts. I mean... He just doesn't really fit into the Lakers roster. The Lakers need an extra wing player, someone kind of like Andre Iguodala if we if he gets bought out. But that's for another story. Um, and, and you know, and then that's probably what they'd want to look for uh, when they're filling out the rest of the roster. Because I think we have 14 players and we need 15, so we're kind of leaving that one spot open. And we could always bring someone up. But even if we do bring someone up, I don't think it would be Costas. I think he's just too raw of a prospect, and um, you can't have a prospect on your team, especially like the Lakers, you know, who have a, a, a win now mentality. And, you know, Kostas, he's just too raw of a prospect. He's just not ready yet. And I just don't think he'd be very beneficial to have him um, on our team yet. And, you know, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to have prospects on your team. But the, like I've said this before, the moment we signed LeBron James, we went to a, we went to a win now mentality. You know, if we wanted prospects on our team, we would have kept Brandon Ingram, we would have kept Josh Hart, we would have kept Lonzo Ball, but clearly we don't want prospects, we want to win now, and then so, and then Ingram and Ball are way more developed than Costas is, so it doesn't make much sense to bring someone less developed up here and have them play with LeBron James, I mean, I don't think anyone's really thinking that, but there there are some people, I should say, that I've been kind of getting excited about this, but I, I don't really think uh, that's going to be the case. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with having prospects. I mean, prospects are great because they have loads of potential, but unfortunately, potential does not win you championships. What wins you championships are players that can play at the moment, that are good at the moment. 
you know, potential is just something that hasn't developed yet, isn't really there. So I don't think he'd really be much use to us this season. Um, you know, like I said, he's a really, really good prospect. I think it's another per, another player that we could have that we can get, you know, that we maybe look forward to into developing or something like that. Um, I guess him developing into a role player. But to me, that's about as far as I'm letting this hype train go. I don't see him really developing into anything more than that. I don't think that he's going to be an everyday starter. I mean, hopefully he is because, you know, he's on the Lakers, which would be, you know, that'd be great. Um, but realistically, I don't see him being that. I think maybe he could be a bench player or something like that. Um, but we'll see them. You know, he's really young. He's 21 years old. So maybe he develops the game. He could be a late bloomer. But, you know, basketball, it's not like baseball where, you know, players come up at like 24, 23, and they're considered rookies. You know, in basketball, usually by like 18, 19, 20, they're, you know, you kind of tell they're they're ready to go. They're, you know what I mean? Like Brandon Ingram was getting, was getting significant playing time at 18, 19 years old for the Lakers. So, you know, it, it, you just need to be ready a lot younger um, in the National Basketball Association. So... I think you know, and then he, here's the one theory too that I'm gonna that I'm gonna address. And the theory going, the theory being that the Lakers are trying to, you know, they sign Costas onto the compo, um, and they're gonna treat him really well, and they're gonna give him some looks because his brother Giannis is gonna be a, I think it's unrestricted free agent, but he's gonna be a free, a, yeah, pretty sure it's unrestricted free agent, but he's gonna be a free agent going into the 2021 season. So they're trying to, in a sense. They're trying to um, essentially get into Giannis's good graces, I guess. And I think that is totally true. I think this is like a high risk, no, I'm sorry, a low risk, high reward move. Um, you know, so basically you're bringing in someone like Kostas who, who I guess has the potential to be a decent player in the NBA. So, I mean, but if he doesn't, right, then, oh no, so, I'm sorry. He has, a, he has a potential to be a decent player in the NBA and you have a chance to, you know, you know, maybe get an inside scoop with Giannis. So if you could somehow land him, which I really don't see Giannis going to the Lakers, but I mean, what? I guess maybe, maybe that could put us in a good position. But essentially, that that's the best case scenario, right? He ends up being a good player. You could have a better pitch for Giannis. And the worst case scenario is you don't get Giannis, which you're not expected to anyways. So you don't get Giannis, and this and this player doesn't, end, and then Kosa doesn't end up being that good. And then you just stash him away on your G League team, and then you know, no harm no foul right so I, I i definitely think that the, this is definitely gonna play a role in the 2021 free agency which um it, like i've said before is absolutely stacked that free agency class is, is loaded but yeah I, I totally think that the lakers are you know they they added him because i think he genuinely is a interesting prospect as raw as he is he's, he's very interesting and i think that the lakers could definitely use um you know, if, if they treat, you know, it's just the little things. If they if they treat Costas really well, you know, if they show that they're a very professional organization, then that can get back, that can get back to Giannis, and you know, and maybe he'll get kind of frustrated being with you know the Bucks. Maybe they don't make the NBA Finals. Maybe he just gets tired of losing. And then if the Lakers re-sign Anthony Davis, and if LeBron doesn't come, I mean, I, I think LeBron's contract expires by then. Then you could have Giannis and Anthony Davis, which would just be ridiculous. But anyways, I think I'm thinking a little too far into the future. I, I, like I said, I don't think Giannis signing with the Lakers is a legitimate possibility. But I, I, def, I do think though that you know bringing in his brother, um, trying to develop him, and showing him that the Lakers are a very um, professional organization, I think that would only help us in our pitch for Giannis in the 2021 free agency in the future. 
But anyways, guys, so you guys let me know what you think. Um, do you think that Costas will be a starter by the end of this year? Do you think that it'll put us in a better position to sign Giannis Antetokounmpo in 21, the 2021 free agency? But anyways, guys, let me know. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. My name is Teddy Raksak, and this is TED Talk Sports.